Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so, this is Social Distancer, and my name is Pete, and it is a Friday, and there's lots and lots of things swirling around in the air as I speak to you on this Friday evening in Devon, in the UK, in Europe. And I just want to say I'm so pleased, due to the popularity of a broadcast a couple of days ago, I've got listeners on five continents now, including my first listener in Africa, um, in Lagos, which is great news. It's really lovely to think. But here I am, sitting in the terrible rain, very English rain, um, in early July, and somebody in Lagos is listening to my voice. Very good. All right, so, well, big news today is that we're all kind of gearing up to um, what has been called Super Saturday. It's been called Spread Saturday. I'm calling it Saturday Night Fever. And we don't really know what's going to happen. So it's a large um, kind of section of the entertainment industry is opening up and also the retail industry is opening up after lockdown from the 23rd of March. And the big one is pubs, restaurants, and the pubs are allowed to sell alcohol from 6 a.m. And there's a lot of fear out there in terms of, you know, like, so police and, um, you know, the kind of local authorities are really kind of worried that it's all going to kick off, that basically the British public are going to revert to type as a bunch of, well, I sorry, I should say the English public, because of course this isn't happening in Scotland or Wales or Northern Ireland. Well, Northern Ireland actually opened their pubs and restaurants today, but, um, you know, the Irish can fucking drink anyone under the table. But there is no history of any kind of violence in Northern Ireland, so, um, <laughs> so I think that's, that's fine. That's fine. But that kind of English, very particularly English, you know, laddishness and, you know, get the beers in type mentality is the fucking Metro had on their, you know, thing. Their um, front page when this was announced. There's a big fear that people are just going to basically, you know, oh, I, oh yeah, like six or seven blokes from different households have all got different you know, partners and kids at home and different nans in fucking care homes. And, like, that's how it's going to uh, to, to kind of reproduce the virus, you know, if that happens. And, of course, the advice is that you don't do that. You don't all meet up with your mates. Even though it's get the beers in, get the beers in, you can't meet up with your mates. You can meet up with one other household. So this is, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see if that advice has got through and I don't think it has got through at all I think basically the people are thinking oh well it's kind of over like it's it's done it's over we can go back to normal social distancing is basically not happening anymore nobody's wearing a fucking mask Keir Starmer listen if anybody's listening to this that knows Keir Starmer can you tell him to get a fucking mask on and get on TV and do a Biden right Biden very simply did a beautiful eight-second little tweet video saying, Wear a he's wearing a mask, wear a mask. It's safe for you, safe for your family, safe for your nanny, 
Safe for your postman. Safe for every fucking one. Wear a fucking mask. You didn't quite say that, but you get the gist. And where is karma? Starma, karma, starma on the mask. I just can't understand. It's a bloody open goal. So get the mask on. Anyway, if on the off chance you know Keir Starmer, please advise him to wear a mask and publicise it. But then probably not much mask wearing in the pubs. You know, it's quite difficult to just like spill it. <laughs> you could kind of sop it up, you know, sop the gin up from your flannel, your flannel mouth. And um, but but so there's that real fear. And for instance, Devon and Cornwall Police uh, Commissioner, um, who's the same the same person, and has teamed up with the Commissioner from Dorset. They've got a little tag team going in the press um, briefing that they gave, saying that the limits in Devon pubs and Cornwall and Dorset pubs is two hours. You're not allowed in the pub for more than two hours. How that's policed, you know, who, who knows? I mean, of course, it's basically impossible to police that, you know? And whether, so it's, well, it's policed by the people working behind the bar and in the pub. And how that goes down, well, who knows? We'll see. There's a big, big concern out there that people are just going to revert to type for a lot of people and just get fucking hammered and not give a fuck about social distancing or whatever. Then there's the kind of archaeological, the architectural dynamics of lots of pubs, you know? Toilets, you've got to go up the stairs, you've got to go down the stairs, and like so many pubs, you've got to go down like a little fucking staircase or up a little staircase to go and take your piss, you know? So how's that going to work with social distancing? I mean, it's like, well, you know, so there's a lot of fear. You get in the fucking thing that there's a lot of fear, shall I say that again? Now, on the other hand, poll after poll after poll asking this question, are you going to go for a drink or how do you feel about it? Is saying, no, people are saying, no, I'm not going to go for a drink because I feel terrified about it. So it may be that actually there isn't much of a of a issue, you know? We'll probably get the, you know, the occasional, like, photo of somewhere where nobody's observing social distancing and people are drinking inside and it's, like, clearly, like, you know, big gangs of people drinking together. That's almost inevitable that that will happen, you know? And yet, at the same time, that doesn't necessarily kind of do anything. I mean, it might do something in a tiny way locally, but, of course, it doesn't really do anything nationally. But speaking about nationally, I've got a really interesting thing about the R-value. You may have heard about the R-value today. Big news, but I'm going to put that in the daily beefing. And um, I think the, the main thing that I'm going to discuss tonight with you, good souls, is Johnson. And he's in this position now where he did a briefing today. I mean, it's very difficult, you know, it must be difficult for Witty and Balance. Like I was saying the other day, they were up there today. They did a briefing. They've obviously said to him, listen, it's really important that you convey to the British public that it isn't over. And so the whole pitch of the briefing was you have to um, stay safe this summer. Enjoy summer safely is the new catchphrase launched on the world today. Enjoy summer safely. Um, and they've really kind of had to kind of go to Johnson and say, get your fucking shit together, pal. Like, you know, people will die if they just get pissed in the pubs, right? 
we can okay we understand that it's going down we understand that but too many people are getting it still and too many people are dying from it still it's still out there and the r value which i'm going to talk about later well they didn't say that that's me the r value is well it's a spoiler for the fucking daily beefing but anyway the point is that you're gonna go and say you know calm everyone down yeah don't get fucking pissed at 6am even though you're letting pubs open at 6am and serve alcohol at 6am and what the fuck so it was all very you know like sober well you know inarticulate as ever and fuck this is i do not understand this idea that uh, boris johnson is a great communicator what the fuck and never like i don't do gestures he was asked by old ferrari who's a fucking idiot but and an old chum of boris's going back years uh, on lbc um would you take the knee would you take the knee and he says i don't do gestures what the fuck and then everybody says, don't do gestures. What about that time that you went on a zip wire with a <laughs> with like two union flags in your hand? What's that then? Not a fucking gesture. No, not a fucking gesture. I'll give him a fucking gesture. Anyway, um, so, so, yeah, very serious. You know, don't go wild in the pubs tomorrow. And it may be that actually it isn't too bad tomorrow, okay? And it must be, you know, my heart goes out to the poor old Bojo Bronson Johnson, the Toby Jug looking motherfucker. I haven't called him that for a while, huh? And you new people listening, you're thinking, what the fuck is this? How dare you say that about the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom and Northern Ireland, the Great Britain and the United Kingdom, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. How dare he say that? Well, I have said it, and I've said it in the past. <laughs> uh, but it must be difficult for him because his father has flouted the rules and has gone to Greece to COVID-proof his um, his little property over there, his little house, before he starts renting it out. I mean, I'm not entirely sure going into a property that is like clearly no one's there if it's what belongs to Stanley Johnson, Bojo's dad. It's Stojo, Stanjo, Stajo, Stan, yeah. Uh, Like how would a kind of human that perhaps has got the thing going into an empty property, how does that COVID proof the thing? I mean, well, I guess he's deep cleaning it, is he? And putting hand sanitizers everywhere, who knows? Anyway, the advice is essential travel, and that's not essential. You know, essential travel is, you know, your mother lives in, I don't know, like France, and you have to go and be by her side while she dies. You know, that's essential travel, you know? Not fucking fucking off to Greece, you know what I mean? Anyway, so it's like, again, this, this thing of, you know, one rule for them and another for the rest of us. Uh, but, yes, this sense of fear that people have and so it may not be as bad as we think tomorrow but it doesn't need to be that bad for there to be terrible outcomes i've trailed it for quite a while so ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls and species of you know other animal and insect life and all life you know 
Let's start, what about the fucking clouds? What about the stones? Anyway, you get the gist. Here's the Daily Bee thing. Welcome to the Daily Beefing. Uh, in the last 24 hours, the UK registered uh, 136 deaths. Italy, 15. Germany, 9. France, 18. Belgium, 4. Portugal, 11. Poland, 15. So I think, my basic maths, uh, oh, Spain, 17. So 17 add 15, that's 32, add another 9, that's 41, add 18, that's uh, 51, 61, uh, 50, 59, isn't it? Yeah, 59, add 4, that's 63, add 11 for Portugal, 63, um, that's uh, <laughs> 75. And then Poland, that brings it up to 90. It's 15 in Poland, so that's 90. So, of course, there are many other countries in, um, you know, Europe. But, well, you know, for quite... How many did I list there? Six or seven or something? And um, that's, in total, that's 90. You know, you get the point. Anyway... The thing about this uh, R-value, let's get to the chase here, cut to the chase. The R-value is really interesting because the R-value was released today. And get this, man. I mean, you will not believe it when you read this fucking nonsense that they're coming up with. But the R-value released today. And first of all, they give an England uh, rate, 0.8 to 0.9. Okay, great. And then they break it up to the regions, and there's seven regions. Right, listen to this. East of England, 0.7 to 0.9. And then uh, the northwest is also 0.7 to 0.9. And every other one, uh, the higher uh, part of the range, is at least one. So we've got the Midlands, 0.8 to 1. Northeastern Yorkshire, 0.8 to 1. The southeast 0.7 to 1, and the southwest 0.7 to 1, and London 0.8 to 1.1. So, as I've just proven, my maths are pretty fucking ropey, but somebody please tell me how, if you've got five out of the seven regions registering an upper limit of 1.0 or 1.1 in London's case, how the fuck can England overall? be 0.8 to 0.9 what the hell is going on but amazingly that's the thing that's getting the headlights of course like in the you know the national whatever like tv broadcasts radio broadcasts they're saying oh yeah for another week it's under one like just under one it's near one but it's just under one and they might then say if they can afford the time to say another sentence uh, but in some regions it's higher or but some regions it's one you know but if you look at it, how the fuck can it be? Anyway, that is the Daily Beefing. Thank you very much. I run to the shop. I bump into everyone. Say, have you heard? 
Have you heard the news? There is a podcast called Social Distancer. Share it, like it, tell your friends everything you want to hear about the greatest public health emergency in any of our lives. But every day, and it is free, fucking great than the swearing. So I am going to spend a few moments talking about Ireland. Ireland are doing incredibly well. And the um, chief medical officer has uh, just been, uh, just stood down from his post for uh, personal reasons. I don't know what they are, actually. But um, he's done an incredible job. And Ireland in a really good position at the moment. And the pubs over there have opened recently, I think maybe the last couple of days. And um, so a report by, about incidents, COVID-19 incidents in uh, various countries in Europe found that there are, in the past 14 days, the incidence of the disease in Ireland is 2.9 cases per 100,000. And by the way, the... Um, you can kind of work out what that is locally for yourself if you're using the Zoe app. So, for instance, in Devon, in the part of Devon where I live, it's two per 100,000. Um, but UK as a whole, so, you know, which is in England, basically, is 22.7. Turkey is 22.9. Italy is 5.2. France is 10.3. Portugal is 47.4 which is quite interesting because of course Portugal has got a much much smaller population than um, than Britain for instance and uh, far fewer like uh, fatalities also Spain has got an incidence of 9.9 so um, yeah Ireland are doing really excellently you know and uh, Northern Ireland are doing pretty good and Scotland's doing pretty good and um, all of those places have got the connection of having nothing to do with Boris Johnson. And Boris Johnson, um, he's, the, well, uh, it doesn't help when you've got a genius on the case like Grant Shapps. But old um, Grant, after like about a week of trailing the fucking thing, they eventually came out with a list of countries that English people can go to fly to and they had in the morning he was saying oh yeah it's going to be a red amber and green um uh thing you know red is well you can't go there and and green is um, or sorry people that people from those countries can't come to england um or the other way around in most cases amber is yeah you got you can do it but you've got to um go into quarantine if you come back from those places and green is well basically New Zealand <laughs> New Zealand and places like New Zealand where you know it would be, I mean of course you can't get into New Zealand like at all because they've got the sense of not wanting fucking British people into New Zealand you know what I mean but um they talked about this amber red and green thing usually it's normally uh, you know red or 
green the people uh, begin with. But I like to shake it up and begin with amber. And uh, but then it was dumped and just came this list came like either. Well, you can either go or you can't go or people from there can either come here or not. So the United States, for instance, if you're in the United States, sorry, no, but you can't come to um, Britain. I mean, I wouldn't advise it, you know, come to Devon by all means and uh, you'll be fine in Devon. But I wouldn't go to basically anywhere else. <laughs> uh, apart from Scotland or lots of places in Wales. And there's loads and loads of places in Britain, where, in, in England, where it's fine, of course. Um, but anyway, you know, Shapsy fucked it up. And he was in contact with Sturgeon and the guy that runs Wales. I think his name's Mark Drayford, is it? I think it's that's his name. The guy that runs the Labour... Um, government in, La- in Wales and you know he, he wanted to say this is a, like a full you know British Isles approach but it was all over the fucking place like Sturgeon said we got the list 30 minutes before they wanted to go on the TV and fucking announce it like what the fuck you know I mean it's unbelievable and both Drayford and Sturgeon used the word shambles to describe this shambles You know, everything this government touches, the Bojo government, just turns to fucking shit. Anyway, it's really good news about Ireland. As I've mentioned many times, my family on my my, my Irish side are Irish. (laughs) Weird that, isn't it? My family on my mother's side are Irish, and I totally feel far more Irish and Scottish than, uh, like, English, like, totally, you know? Although I haven't really lived in Ireland or Scotland for, like, long times. A little bit here and there, you know, a little bit here and there. And I speak like this as well. All right, well, lovely to speak to you. And tomorrow's a big day. be really interesting to see what happens. Hopefully not much. And hopefully it'll be quiet. Uh, I think the rain might help. You know, it's really raining in the southwest here. And um, it's not going to be a kind of bonanza, you know, brilliant weather place, as far as I know. Weather place? And um, now listen, it's very um, fitting that I sign out the last couple of episodes with your walk between the raindrops. Or as Garrison says it. People like you, they just walk between the raindrops. That's nice, that, isn't it? I love, I really like that actor a lot. He's one of my favourites. One of my favourite actors called Kevin. Apart from my friend called Kevin, who's an actor who is um, English, but he lives in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, how posh. Oh, how posh. Anyway, hello, Kevin, if you're one of the uh, Zoom Bobas. <laughs> what are they called? What the fuck is that? Ball Horners. Ball Horners. What about me? That fucker. Anyway, hi, Kevin. Hope you're well. And, yeah, he's, he's good, though, isn't he, Kevin Costner? I really like Kevin Costner. Something about Kevin Costner that I really, really like. Right, now, listen, you take care of yourself. Thank you ever so much for if you're a new listener. I really appreciate you having a go. And, yeah, take care. If you do go for a drink, you know, be sensible. I can understand. Like, if I wasn't in, had a fucking heart condition... You know, and all the rest of it with my situation, then 
well, I probably wouldn't go for, I mean, I never go for a drink, I'm like, in my mid-40s, for fuck's sake, <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's possible, of course it is, you know, physically possible, that in an alternative world, I might one day go for a drink, but certainly not in this life. All right, lots of love, and see you later.